over Eric Ebron at tight end every day and especially Sunday. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates right where you found this. The Steelers resume training camp today at Heinz Field. Practices at 1.30 p.m. I'll be over there covering it for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Looking forward to that in every which way, including this one. I'm hoping, and I'm going to underscore here, hoping, not anointing, not expecting, hoping that Ben Roethlisberger can continue developing the apparent chemistry that he is with Friermuth, the second-round pick out of Penn State. To me, there's a win-win-win in that equation for the football team. If it happens, I'm being conditional, not presumptive. If it sounds like I'm being excessively guarded in my wording here, there's a reason for that. Yesterday's episode, I spoke of Kendrick Green and wanting to make sure that he and everyone on the offensive line are sufficiently challenged, that they feel that there's a competition, even in scenarios where there might not be. That's super important. The line is just critical to everything that the Steelers are doing, and there isn't a single player on there, not even Trey Turner, the veteran, who should feel comfortable at his given position. So I'm not going to say something different about Fryermuth here. Fryermuth has yet to take a single snap, even in an NFL exhibition game. So I'm not going to go overboard here. However, however, when you're talking about optimal scenarios, to me, I will take the tight end who profiles not only as a pass catcher, but also as a blocker, an effective and enthusiastic blocker. Let's call this like it is, first of all, before even getting into what the kid offers. Ebron's got no use for blocking. That's a problem for me. That's a problem for me in the best of times, whenever Ebron was lining up next to an experienced and veteran group of offensive linemen. Now I I think it would be calamitous. I don't think you can afford it if you're the Steelers. And look, I get that Ben really likes Ebron, and he does. Ben really likes finding that big target. Ebron knows how to get open. And everything I just said, you can double it for when the Steelers are down in the red zone. Everything that Ebron was advertised as being when he came over from Indianapolis, he was. Both for worse and for better. But he also was known to be a less than excitable blocker. He's not into it. He's not into it. And there aren't circumstances in which he steps it up either. If you watch film of him on third and one, fourth and one, all those plays that we all complained about last season, even when the team was 11-0, and they couldn't pull these off. Why? 
Well, in large part because the offensive line couldn't get anything going, any kind of push, uh, partly because James Conner, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, nobody could get it done in the backfield, partly because Ben wouldn't line up under center. There was all kinds of advertising of what kind of plays they were running. But also part of it was the fact that the starting tight end, who, yes, would be on the field in those situations, couldn't get off or wouldn't get off any kind of push. I'm kind of done with that. Got to be honest with you here. Like the guy, he's, 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 he's charming, he's fun to be around. I'm kind of done with that. And I sure would hope that the Steelers and Mike Tomlin and Matt Canada also are done with that. This new guy, that's a different story. That's a different story. And I'll explain why right after this very brief message from our title sponsor. At Point Park University in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. It's still the very, very early stages of camp. So there isn't much to go on in terms of saying, hey, who looks good, who looks bad, or whatever else here. But within that modest context, Fryermuth has looked good. Primarily in terms of catching the ball. Uh, he's gone up. He's made a couple of special plays. Uh, in the back of the end zone, uh, tipping the ball down to himself, uh, outmaneuvering his coverage to make sure that his body position is best for bringing the ball down. Uh, He's got athleticism. He's got an eagerness to fight for the football. Those are things that were pretty well known about Fryermuth from his time with the Nittany Lions. Good, good pass-catching tight end, who really, by the way, didn't have great quarterbacks throwing him the ball over in State College. Now, now, to me, the piece that comes to the forefront is his blocking. He's always been Very, very good at it. And that weighed a lot into the Penn State offense. And actually, even going back before that in his high school career, Fryermuth's been somebody you can count on to take his man, take him out, and make sure that the lane on his side is sealed. And when I'm looking at this Steelers offense overall, You have to understand, and this is a point that Tomlin's been making throughout the offseason, that when a team finishes 32nd out of 32 teams in rushing, that is not the singular domain of the running back, of the quarterback, of the offensive line. It's everything. It's everything. It's also schematics. That matters as well. That's another point that Tomlin's been making. You have to have everybody involved 
every weapon in your arsenal to try to address a shortcoming that's that grievous. I'm not even mentioning Derek Watt at fullback. There's going to be times when you're going to want 44 out there. And believe me, we've seen a lot of 44 out there in offensive sets through OTA's mini camp and now in training camp. Every weapon at your disposal, because you are going from 0 to 60 or from 32 to something a lot higher. To me, the tight end position has to be part of that, not just in two tight sets. That, to me, is almost a lazy response. Oh, well, just put two tight ends out there. No, not if one of your tight ends doesn't want to block. And the other one really, really does and does it well. That's the the tiebreaker for me here. I, I don't doubt for a second that Ebron can continue and will continue to be part of this offense, particularly in the red zone. But if you're going to go with a two tight end set, let it not be necessarily for goal line purposes, but more for giving Ben additional options. Ebron is really good inside the 20. There's a lot of value in being really good inside the 20. Fryermuth absolutely can't be nailed down into a number two spot. Not the way this circumstance is setting itself up. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's brought to you on this program, always by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGKG, they represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. The attorneys at LGKG have been designated super lawyers, capital S, capital L, for over 15 years. That designation is reserved for the top 5% of all attorneys across our commonwealth. LGKG has offices in Cranberry, Newcastle, Beaver Falls, Butler, and Elwood City. Learn more about them at lgkg.com or call 888-842-5454. Today's question comes from Julie, and she asks, DK, I can't believe Najee isn't getting vaccinated. This worries me. It's a risk. Red flag on Najee Harris. This will be a problem for the Steelers. I don't like it. What are your thoughts? My first thought, Julie, is that I share your apparent sentiment, your obvious sentiment, that everyone should be getting vaccinated. I'm not really even sure that's an opinion at this point, considering the overwhelming evidence of the benefits to everyone of each individual getting vaccinated. There's a very, very good chance that the United States can overcome this thing within the span of a couple of months if the numbers can go up even just slightly. I also share your equally apparent concern that anyone in the Steelers' fold, never mind somebody as important as Najee, wouldn't be vaccinated because it puts him at a disadvantage. If you've read the NFL guidelines on this sort of thing, 
He's not going to be in classroom settings. He's got to do a lot of stuff via Zoom call. He's got to get tested literally 10 times more than a vaccinated player does. And that's all time and energy that could be infinitely better spent on applying himself purely to football in his very first season in the NFL. Now, where I will throw up what was the term you used here? A red flag back respectfully in your direction is that we aren't 100% certain that he isn't vaccinated. Let me share the background on this for anyone who doesn't know. It appears, though it has not been confirmed, that the Steelers and a couple of other teams in the NFL are having their non-vaccinated players wear these yellow bracelets. Harris is one of a handful of players who've been photographed practicing with that bracelet. Once more, nothing's been confirmed. Not about the bracelets, not about Najee, uh, and not even, this is equally important to stress here, whether or not Najee has had the vaccination or had the first shot but not gotten the second one yet. Does that make sense? In other words, if you're not fully vaccinated, you might be required to wear this bracelet regardless until you get the second one. In fact, that would kind of make the most sense to me. So for all we know, he's already had one and is just waiting on the second, and this will all be no big deal. Again, we just don't know. I do know and I do uh, appreciate that this is being very, very heavily discussed now on social media. But I prefer in my line of work to deal in verifiable facts. And I'm sharing with you everything that I know and that I believe is known by anyone outside the team. And that's exactly where that is. I do hope that Najee either is getting vaccinated or will get vaccinated because I believe even setting aside your thoughts on vaccines and this particular vaccine, I believe this will help him get through his NFL rookie season with far fewer distractions, including, I might add, People like me and you, Julie, even talking about it. You know, let's talk about football. Let's talk about football. I appreciate the question. Very timely and 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 very important. Uh, I'm heading over to the football field today. I am looking forward to that, and I will be able to report to you for tomorrow's daily shot of Steelers directly from the scene. Thanks for listening to this. Mm-hmm.